Today we're continuing our mailbag segment with some more real life scenarios to talk through. We're gonna talk about what to do if a new employer failed to secure tail insurance for you, coverage options for a healthcare franchise business, and what happens if a doctor doesn't cooperate in a malpractice claim. Stay tuned. Welcome to Malpractice Insights, the show dedicated to helping healthcare professionals understand medical malpractice insurance and providing you with the solutions you need so that you can get back to the work of practicing good medicine. My name is Jennifer Wiggins, CEO of Aegis Malpractice Solutions, and I'm so glad you've joined us today. All right, let's jump in. Our first question in the mailbag today says... Hello, I am a family practice physician in California, and I had my own private practice for seven years before selling and going employed with a hospital. When I switched to the hospital's malpractice insurance, I assumed that they would be taking care of my tail for me, but I've now discovered that wasn't the case. It's been over a year since my policy ended, and now I'm not sure what to do. Are there any options for me, or am I just left with a gap? Okay, so I just talked to this doctor, I think yesterday, um, and this is super unfortunate. I mean, we do see from time to time, especially if you don't really understand what type of insurance you have, um, sometimes it's just something that gets overlooked, especially if you're transitioning from being self-employed to going employed or something similar where you're making a big change in the structure of your business. So in this instance, the doctor left to go join a hospital and I think the understanding was that the hospital was gonna take care of the tail for him. Well, that didn't happen. And he didn't find out until about a year later. So what are the options when that happens? Well, we've talked before about how if you forget to buy tail insurance, you do have a small window of time where you can usually go back to the carrier and ask for an extension or ask for them to re-quote it for you. Now, unfortunately, we're talking about 12 months um, or more that have passed since this policy lapsed. So unfortunately, it's gonna be a little bit more of a stretch to get the carrier to do that. But the best course of action is always to go back to that carrier first because they insured you prior. You've already applied with them. You've already been approved with them. So it's much, much simpler to simply ask them if they would be willing to um, reinstate the tail quote for you to see if you can go back and purchase it again. Now, if for some reason they don't allow that, um, if they're not willing to just reissue a quote, then you're gonna have to shop around. Now your options will be a little more limited when we're talking about over a year since that policy ended, but there are still some options available in the marketplace. So what you'll need to do is work with an agent or a broker to get quotes and see if there's any other carriers who would be willing to pick that up for you. The third option, potentially, if options one and two just don't pan out, would be to talk to the hospital and see if they would be willing to do something to accommodate it for you. So if it was their fault, if they didn't buy the tail but it was promised, or if they, you know, sometimes they'll just do the right thing because you're their employee and they don't want to leave you exposed. So it's possible that the hospital may be able to write a standalone tail policy 
or at least just say, hey, if something were to happen, we would be willing to at least give you a courtesy defense or provide you with some minimal amount of coverage so that you're not completely exposed. So those are really the three best options in this particular scenario. Now with this doctor, we're actually shopping around for him um, to see if we can find something, but generally that's how it works. So the longer the time period since that policy has ended, the harder it's gonna be to find a standalone tail. But don't lose hope. Definitely check with an agent and see if there's anyone that can assist you. And obviously keep your fingers crossed. All right, our second question in the mailbag today says, last year I bought a franchise for an integrative healthcare practice. We have one medical director, one full-time physician, and three mid-levels working for us. I just went to my normal insurance broker for help with coverage, but I don't really think he knew what he was doing. It feels like we're overpaying and I'm not confident that we're set up with the right coverage. Can you take a look? Okay, so, you know, this happens relatively regularly. So if you're trying to get malpractice insurance and you don't know of any agents to use, a lot of times you'll just work with your friend's agent or you'll work with your current insurance agent and just see if they can help you find malpractice coverage. Well, we've talked about in many episodes before why sometimes this is problematic because malpractice insurance is so nuanced and it's so specific state by state. There's different regulations, there's different rules, there's so many intricate things that you have to be really good at to be able to provide the best answers possible for your clients. So, you know, this franchise owner found himself in a situation where he needed really quick coverage and he went to somebody who he thought could help and now he's realizing he's probably not set up the right way. So what are the options for a franchise like this? So, you know, a franchise is insured basically the same way that any other private practice would be insured. And it's based on the type of practice, the structure of the business and what it is that you're doing. So it sounds like this is an integrative medicine practice. They've got a medical director, a doctor, and a couple of ancillary providers working there. So there's multiple different ways you could go about insuring that. You could simply get a policy for each of the various insureds and then get an entity policy to cover the name of the business. It might also be possible to get a facility policy, which would just give one level of insurance and then it would have multiple additional insureds covered underneath it. So there's probably one or two different ways that you could slice this to be able to look at different coverage solutions. But either way, I think the bottom line for this doctor is, you know, at renewal or maybe even before renewal, definitely have a broker who knows what they're doing in the malpractice space, shop it and take a look and see what the other options are. The other thing that I'll mention is if you find yourself in a situation where you get set up with a policy and you just don't know if it's the right one for you, don't hesitate to ask an agent to take a look at it for you. Now we do this quite frequently where we'll actually just do free consultations. So if we've got somebody who just doesn't know if what they have is sufficient, you know, we'll look at that policy for them and we'll tell them if it's good, then we'll just let them go on their way. If it looks like they could probably get something better, then we would be happy to help them shop around and facilitate moving to a new policy. But again, either way in this particular situation, it probably makes sense to have someone give it a second look. And if the policy isn't right, then probably switching it at renewal or maybe sooner um, is probably the right answer for them. Okay. Our third question in the mailbag today 
It says, hi, Jennifer, I have a general question for you. Will an insurance policy still cover the lawsuit if it is won by default because the doctor will not answer interrogatories? Okay, so this question came in through the mailbag like a week or two ago, and I actually reached out to a couple of our defense attorneys just to make sure I was correct in how I was gonna answer this. And um, everybody basically said the same thing. So the bottom line is when it comes to malpractice insurance, Almost every single policy has what's called a cooperation clause. And that basically means the doctor has to cooperate with the carrier. So you have to, you don't have to settle the lawsuit. I mean, we've talked about consent to settle many, many times before. That's not what I'm referring to here. What I'm talking about is simply cooperating. So doing what you can to um, secure the right medical documents, cooperating with your attorney, showing up for interrogatories, helping with discovery, um, being easy to contact. Sometimes we see doctors who just like vacate and they're really, really hard to get a hold of. So you have to be very, very careful of that as well because you have to be accessible. You have to be reasonable. You have to be easy to work with. So if you're not cooperating with the insurance carrier, and in this instance, like if you're not showing up or participating in a mandatory interrogatory, then unfortunately that's gonna void your coverage. So again, all the defense attorneys that I've talked to, they basically said the same thing, that there is a cooperation clause and the expectation is that the insured must cooperate with the carrier and so do what they can to try to assist with the claim. And if you don't, they have the right to void the contract and then you're not gonna have any insurance at all. So be really careful of that. I think it's pretty reasonable to expect that you're gonna do what you can to help the carrier. Cause look, you want a positive resolution to the claim as well. So I think it just makes sense that you do what you can to work with the carrier, work with your attorney, help them have a successful out outcome for the case um, because that's gonna be positive for all parties involved. If you have any questions on these topics or want to make sure that you're covered appropriately, click the link in the description box below where you can connect with us via phone, email, or chat today. And if you're listening, please visit us online at aegismalpractice.com. That's A-E-G-I-S malpractice.com. And don't forget that our mailbag link is now live on our website. So if you have a question that you'd like me to answer here on the podcast, check out the link in our show notes where you can drop us a line and ask your question or schedule a quick 10-minute phone call for a personal consultation to discuss your unique insurance needs. This is Jennifer Wiggins. Thanks for joining us.